to Date Me, a podcast for me, Nicole Byer. I was trying to figure out why I was still single, but I did so many episodes, never figured it out. So um, I'm going to be nice to myself and just be like, hey, she's single, whatever, interview people I like. Okay, my guest today is a hilarious comedian who's written for The Onion and Gay of Thrones. He now co-hosts Two Old Queens, a podcast searching for the gayest movie ever made. And I believe I did an episode on cats, and I loved cats. Also, I just went to Tam O'Shanter's with Mark Rennie, and he's the best. I'm so happy he's here today. It's Mark Rennie. Hello. <laughs> wow. What a what such heraldry. I feel like royalty. <laughs> do, 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 do. That you kind of thing. are royalty. Thank you. Uh, Mark, how are you? You know, it's Friday right now. Is that okay to say? Uh, are we breaking it's okay the podcast to say. time? I'm doing okay, you know? Oh, I love that for you. <laughs> Thank Mark, you. Mark, I was telling you before the podcast, I just got back from Dublin and there were no redheads. I didn't meet a sure. single fucking redhead. Even though I looked it up and 10% of the Irish population is what? A redhead. And the only person who hit on me was an 80-year-old man with his teeth rotting out of his head. But did he have nice eyes? He had okay <laughs> eyes. They were like, he obviously like he drank a lot and it showed in his eyes. Also, oh no. He was like, oh, I don't really know these people here. They're here for a funeral. They're here for like an after funeral gathering and I've just joined them and I wear a suit because you never know who you're going to meet. And I was like, am I literally meeting the like the the basis for wedding crashers? And he's just <laughs> funeral crashers. And then he was convinced that my job was firing people. And oh. I didn't tell him otherwise. But he was like, you're a powerful woman. And I was like, thank you. And then at one point. He asked me if I liked doing drugs, and I said I loved doing mushrooms. And then he looked me dead in the eyes and said, I thought you were straight. And what? then he talked to some other people, and then we never got back to that. And it was very he was very strange. His teeth were the color of my hair. They were black, 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 and they were all fighting each other. Oh, no. Mark, not a single hot person hit on me. Um, I was really upset. Everyone was really nice in Dublin. But no hotties. I've been to Ireland a few times and like, yeah, people are and you're just like driving down the road and like, oh, there's ruins, like ancient ruins on the side of the road yeah. that aren't even a museum or anything. <laughs> They're just there. They're but people just are there. like super where did this um assault happen? Was it like in a pub or <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I was gonna go to so I was like alone working. I didn't get to go with friends or anything. And oh. I test drove at the Intercontinental Hotel where the median age was 162. Okay. But I was like, if I feel comfortable with these old crypt keepers, then I'm going to go to a pub by myself. I ended up not feeling the best with the old crypt keeper, so I didn't go to a pub, which seems sacrilegious to go to Dublin and not go to a pub. Well, the thing, like, when I've been to Ireland, they were like... There's like, I was in one town and there's like 10, there's pubs for every, like, this is the young person's pub. This is the pub you go to with your family. This is like the old person's pub. Like there's pubs for like, <laughs> not every pub is the same, you know, uh -huh. which is kind of great. But I was uh, closeted when I was in Ireland, so oh, I didn't no. do anything. I didn't we do We got to get you back there being gay I would and thrive. proud. <laughs> I'm ready. I think you would thrive. 
Um, I will say everyone was so nice to me in the airport. I would be like, oh, do I go this way? And they'd be like, yeah, if you're American, you go this way. And I was like, that would never happen at an airport in America. They'd be like, (laughs) you motherfucker. (laughs) Don't look at my baby. You dumb piece of shit. (laughs) I hate you. Terrorist. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I would love to be called a terrorist at the airport. That's funny. But I guess not funny. But also I went through customs and they're like, why are you here? And I was like, oh, I'm shooting this thing. And they were like, oh, is it an American show? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay. And they let me ride in the country. When That's I, all you have to say. Whenever I fly to Canada, they're like, they like really interrogate you. They're like, really? why are you here? Yes, C- Canada detained me once. Who's breaking into Canada? Who's like sneaking I don't into Canada? Know. <laughs> I don't know. Be, I, you think they're nice, but then you get to the border control and then they're like, why are you here? Ugh, it's wild. My problem with Ireland was you get used to one accent in a county. Then you go to the next county and it's a totally different uh, accent. Like the accents uh, shift like the tides. Interesting. I only stayed in Dublin and I learned that the dart is also called the dart. <laughs> the dart? Like the game? There's a train There's a train called the dart, and oh. this driver man said, uppity people call it the dort, uh, even though it's just called the dart. So, you know, I really learned cultural things there in Dublin. So the single scene is geriatric, from the sound of it. From where I was, and I'm probably wrong, and there was probably a fabulous pub for me to go to, but I just... I got a little um, frozen. As I've gotten Mm. a little older, I've become less like, whatever, I'll do it. Because I feel like my time is more valuable. And I was like, I could just be cuddled up in a bed not trying to pick up a man and not being rejected and not being sad. Or, yeah, but I like the idea of like going out. You know what I mean? I like the idea of like, I'm going to go to a pub and like maybe just have a nice cocktail, period. And like, that's the expectation. As opposed yes, to like, I'm going to go meet some. Yeah. My expectation was the <laughs> latter half. And it should have just been like, you're in Ireland. Just go to a fucking pub. Right. But I was like, but I want a redhead. I, I want know. Donald Gleason to fall in love with me. <laughs> Very a shillelagh in me, please. What? Who's shillelagh in? Shillelagh, shillelagh, is, like, in? <laughs> shillelagh is like an Irish, it's like a staff slash hammer. Oh. I don't know exactly what it does. Put but... your shillelagh in me. I'm horny. I went Hard on the a car. Fuck me. Huh? I went on a I went on a cruise earlier this year, the Star Trek cruise. And I was oh, like, yes. I saw on the schedule there was a gay meetup every day at like 4 30. And I was like, On the hour, is... every hour on the on hour. On the hour. I was like, well, this will be good. I'll clean up in this. So I went the first time thinking, like, well, this is great. I'm LA, like I might as well be an 80-year-old uh-huh. man with crooked teeth. So stop it. <laughs> Um, so I went, and this is how it went. I sat down. Nobody, it felt like everybody already knew each other from like mm-hmm. Facebook groups. So I didn't know anybody. But the only person I did talk to was a lovely middle aged woman who was straight <laughs> and proceeded to tell me all about what it was like when her mother was on her deathbed dying of breast cancer. So that was my oh, gay meetup no. experience. And she knew everybody and like people were coming over to her like, oh, Rachel, how you doing? And she'd be like, hi. And they'd be like these hot guys. But then she would never turn and introduce me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Rachel is a bitch. That 
fucking sucks. <laughs> it really sucked. I was like, well, I guess I'm not oh. getting laid on the Star Trek cruise. If you can't get laid on the Star Trek cruise. <laughs> I did what get invited. To, I did get invited to an orgy. I'm pretty sure I was invited to an orgy. A Star Trek orgy? Well, it was for one of like the days, like when you go off, like the what do you call it, the excursion day, when you're like in a port. And I think it was in Port of Vallarta. Oh, and it was sure. like the night before we were going to be in Port of Vallarta. And this guy dressed as um, Carrie Elwes in the Princess Bride. <laughs> no, because oh. it was an all around costume party thing. Oh, I see. He came up and said to me, Hey, he was very drunk. And he came up to me and said, like, Hey, a few of us are like, we have an Airbnb at Port of Vallarta the next day, and there's going to be some, you know, light snacks. And we're just going to like snacks. snacks. <laughs> Mark, that's really fucking funny that light snacks is code for fucking. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm I guess because you don't. It's not about having a meal, but I guess maybe you want like a no. crudite in between <laughs> a DP. Just a I little meat plate in between your meat dish. <laughs> exactly. So, a bit of a. I had a great time, but a bit of a bust on the romance front. Oh, I'm so sorry. Wait, how many okay. orgies have you been to? None. Wait, you didn't go to this orgy? No, I didn't like the guys. Well, because then, like, I was like, clearly, this guy was like really drunk, and I was like, uh huh. And then he was like, he kind of disappeared. <laughs> so. I see. I would, I think I would go to an orgy. I think I would do it. I think, I don't know. Okay. Is it like a, an encouraging orgy. Do you know what I mean? Because right. I think I could fuck someone in front of a bunch of people if everyone was like encouraging. Like, like if it's yeah, clickish, Nicole, take you it. <laughs> like you want like a dance circle. <laughs> yeah, go to call, go to call, go to call. Deep throat that dick, take that dick, and I'd be like, Woo! yeah. That's how I would do an orgy. Uh, that's is very encouraging. Very like much an improv game, <laughs> like hotspot. Imagine. Imagine that was an improv game. All right, everyone, circle up. Two of you are going to fuck now. <laughs> yeah. Feel sorry for the two women and the eight men in that class. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mm, would love it if I was just getting fucked by all those improv horny men. Mark, I'm so horny right now. I haven't had sex in forever, and I've been trying to get back on the abs, and it's mm. de- Pressing, Mark. I, I'm not matching with anybody. I'm not matching with anybody I want to be matching with. All the people are fucking, they're uggos, they're nasty. <laughs> uh, they live 100,000 miles away because when I yeah. travel, I'll match with people. Um, it's bad in these streets and I don't know what to do, Merc. Do you ever go to like, um, like, have you ever gone to like speed dating or like some non-app dating events? This will you know? sound like high on myself I don't know whoever knows me and I would hate to go to one of those things and become a distraction sure or like intimidate someone or damper the rest of the people's experience right right Um, right. you need like a masquerade ball like singles event where you're all wearing like masks like an eyes wide shut singles event like Phantom of the Opera oh yes like eyes wide shut (laughs) (laughs) dum dum (laughs) (laughs) I've actually never seen Ice Wine Shop. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> uh, is that Nicole Kidman and Timmy Cruz? It is. It's set at Christmas before time. They got diversed. It is before. It's they good got at divorced. Christmas time. Um, well, it's a set at Christmas time. Oh, so is that a Christmas movie? Absolutely. 
Here is a question for you. Is Home Alone a Christmas movie? Of course it is. How is it not a Christmas? I'm very liberal, though. Like, if, it, if there's, like, an ornament in the background for one shot, it's a Christmas movie. You know what I mean? I'm like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a Christmas movie. I think it's a movie set at Christmas. <laughs> What's the difference? You want, like, Christmas theme? Like, what it makes it a Christmas movie? I mean, it's just this kid gets left home alone during Christmas. To me, that's not a Christmas. Elf is a Christmas movie. He's from the North Pole where Christmas is a thing. Like, a real but, thing. Kevin learns the value of the importance of family throughout the film. And isn't that kind of what Christmas is all about? Loving, like he learns to appreciate, he wishes that his family would go away. And by the end of the film, he learns, no, I love my family, especially my beautiful mommy. And if that's not Christmassy, I don't know what is. I guess. I just <laughs> but really you want, don't like, think it's a Christmas movie. You want something like, uh, Santa's drunk and we got to deliver these presents. That's like a yes! plot you want. The Santa Claus? <laughs> That's a Christmas movie. So you need it to be literal like Santa, re reindeer. Yes. So no di Die Hard, no Die Hard. I've never seen Die Hard. Nicole. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> I've never seen any movies that people like, which is why I have a whole podcast with Lapkus where we watch movies that the, everyone else has seen. These are all like the most popular also, movies of all time. <laughs> I've also never seen, get this, Game of Thrones. Oh, well, you're not. Are you like a fantasy person? You know, swords and I'm not uh, a sorcerers. fantasy person, but like it held every everyone was in a chokehold about Game yes. of Thrones. Everywhere I went, people were like, Game of Thrones this, Game of Thrones that. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not interested. That's how I feel about uh Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> like, here like... here's here it is. I feel the same fucking way. I'm not I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get involved. I wish her well. Me. Same. Nice lady, long legs, a face. Seems talented. Um, yeah, she sings elevator music. Great. Um, I just, I'm not spending money to go see her. No. Honestly, if someone gave me tickets for free, I wouldn't even go. You know, you sell that Isn't shit. That you go on stuff. That's not mean. She'll be fine. She's a billionaire. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> she ain't She's crying herself. She's a billionaire. Yeah, Imagine just... making elevator music and reaching billionaire <laughs> status. That's a fucking hack. Taylor Swift is a hack. You heard it here first. She's a hack. She hacked the system. <laughs> All I know is the photos for that time person of the year, that photo shoot. Those photos are bad. I don't think she has a great, the like, I think she's a great marketer. I think she's a master of marketing. I don't think she has, like, a great sense of, like, visuals or, or, or style. No, she's no fucking... Can you believe she's the time person of the year and Beyonce wasn't? And Beyonce... I couldn't believe it. Beyonce gave us a show. Right. Also, I, I'm being biased. I have not seen anything from Taylor <laughs> and her Eras tour. I just no. know that there's Eras and she's got legs and a face. <laughs> That's all that it takes, I guess. That's all I know. Don't even need a torso. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are you in a relationship right now? I feel like I know the answer. I am not in a relationship. I'm single, ready to mingle. Yes! <laughs> I'm also ready to mingle, just not alone. That's what I've learned about myself. Uh. Like, I always knew I don't like going places by myself, but after being in Dublin, I was like, oh, I actually am crippled by the fear of going to places alone and just being alone amongst people who are friendly. 
Um, okay, so what are you what are you looking for? It's the new fucking year. Okay. Do you have any resolutions? And what are you looking for in a relationship that's different than what you were looking for before? I guess what am I looking for? I'm looking for someone uh stable. Someone yes. like I've I've always been the stable one in my relationships, and now like I want to be the wild one. Let me be wild, but also my version <laughs> of wild is like we're doing a double feature of movies. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like my wild is fairly mild, but I still would like to be. Let me no, you be the designated driver tonight. You know, mm-hmm. so I want someone fun, someone I don't have to worry about at a party. You know what I mean? Someone mm-hmm. who could just you could be alone. But then also someone um, who like, no, I'm going on a weekend trip with my friends and I'll see you later. Like, I like that dynamic where you don't have to be, mm-hmm. you know, joined at the hip the whole time. Someone who's got their own passions and life and social and friends has their, mm-hmm. has their own thing going on and is confident. Mark. Yeah. This all sounds really nice. And I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's like uh, unreasonable. It seems doable to me. It does seem doable, but I was on X, formerly known as Twitter. Thank you. And there, you're welcome. <laughs> I know that Elian, Elian Musket, he listens to the podcast, so I wanted <laughs> to just he? be respectful. <laughs> Isn't he single? Would you want to date him? Oh my God, Elian Musket! I would love to date the, the creator of Tursla. Um <laughs> <laughs> but um. I was on that website and there was this like, it was a thread Mm. of the women being like, oh, I loved my boyfriend or husband. He was so respectful. He was so wonderful until I went through his phone and I found out he was like jerking off to our daughter or like cheating on me with like a woman on Snapchat or like having a baby with somebody else. Or like I found his journal and he sexually assaulted a woman. And I was like, Wait, so like I could meet a man who could be really, really nice and really, really kind and really, really wonderful to me and have his own life and have his own passions. And then one day, 15 years into our relationship, I'll go through his phone and find out he was a monster in the past. I was like, what? <laughs> First of all, what? any st- straight man journaling is a red flag. I <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust it. I've Any never seen it. Man. <laughs> Journaling at night in his red little diary. Uh-uh. Red, 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 red flag. That's always like such a bad sign. I think your relationship is in such a bad state if you feel the need to look at their phone. Like I've never felt the yes. need to look at someone else's phone. I don't, I think it's weird if you want to look at my phone. You know what I mean? It's just like we should have our own. Mm-hmm. The fact that you felt the need to like break it and tells you there was something amiss before you even picked up their phone. Yeah. But you can't trust anybody. You don't. That's the thing. That's what's scary. And that's why making yourself vulnerable is so intense, you know, because you might you don't know if it's going to work out. Yeah. And being vulnerable. Oh, baby, I fucking hate it, Mark. Let me tell you, I do not like it. No, I've only been in like one relationship. And when I would be vulnerable with that person, I would be very vulnerable and then immediately go. Uh, I don't like that. I'm really sorry. I hate it that I told you that. Uh, I'm going to go walk into traffic now. And then they would have to be like, you're fine. I appreciate what you told me. You're fine. I'm like, am I okay? Uh, That might be why I'm single. I'm a little, I'm a lot. I'm a lot. I'm a lot of human. Do you you find yourself 
having a difficult time being vulnerable with like your friends or family members or is it just in relationships? Just in relationships because um, I have a thing where I'm like, oh, you're going to go away eventually. So I don't want to like make you go away sooner. But with friends, I'm like, these people, you trust me. them. They you like know them. that I'm a weirdo. Yeah. And it's like I can have big, long conversations with you because yeah. I know that I'm not going to lose you. And also, I don't see my friends every day. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just a different they have like a moment of peace from me. Whereas I feel like in, they can walk away and say, I have plans. Yeah, Sorry. Like, <laughs> dating shit. They're like, oh, fuck. I got to come back to this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no I don't think there's any way to avoid that, though. I know. I just, I really, I said it in my special, I'm looking for like a man who wants to be exhausted by me <laughs> or who is delighted by how weird I am. <laughs> yeah, but also feels like maybe you're the one who needs to work on expressing the vulnerability, you know, because it feels oh, like... Oh, yes. Yeah, that's a huge thing. My therapist was like, Nicole, if you are vulnerable and they leave, that's a person you don't need to be with. Exactly. Why are you trying to prolong that? And I was like... yeah. <laughs> Because I don't want to be lonely anymore. I know, but it fucking sucks. Because <laughs> like people are, doesn't it? I know it's really hard. Like I've, it took me so long to figure out a what even my needs were in like a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, because if you would have asked me like ten years ago what my needs were, like I don't know. I just want to make sure the other person's okay. You mm -hmm. know. So, but it took me so long to figure out oh what my needs are and then how to express them was always yes. a big challenge for me. But I've like, and now I've done like, I was like my last relationship, uh, there was only like three months in between relationships. And like, so the mm -hmm. when the last one ended, I was like, okay, I'm going to go more than three months this time. I'm going to go more than three months without, <laughs> and now it's been over three years. But, okay, okay. but those three years have been like really good for me. Like I've been, you know, got a new job. I feel like I've leveled up my life a bit. You know, I've done a lot of therapy. Mm -hmm. I've done the work. So now I'm like ready to put, expressing my needs into action but i just don't have the opportunities mm -hmm. i don't feel the same yet okay i'm not the best at expressing my i need to get better at that or i need to i would like to work on it a little bit more and i'm trying to work on it with friends right um like i always want to make the other person happy so like i would be working or like go away uh, when I was dating this other person and I'd like come home and like just be exhausted hanging out with them. And right. then like we'd go out or whatever. And I, instead it's like, I think what I needed to do is like, Hey, I'm actually really tired from being out. I would like to spend time with you if we could do something low key and not go out. And in, in like exchange, happy to go out tomorrow after I've rested. But yeah. I never knew how to say that because I was like, what if they get mad at me? Which is an insane thing. Right. If they get mad at me, then that's not a person that's I a need to person. be with. Yeah. Mark, life is wild. <laughs> and hindsight's 2020. <laughs> that is so true, Nicole. <laughs> I hate it. I've learned it's helpful to say, for me, it's like, because uh, people don't say like, hey, when you do this, it made me feel like this. And like, mm -hmm. don't offer a solution. Don't say, so we need to do X, Y, Z. You need to change. Ooh, uh, but instead yeah. say like, what do you think about that? What can we do about that? When this happened, I felt like this. 
And mm-hmm. I don't like feeling like that. What do you think about that? I'm not saying I don't have a new prescription for your behavior, but I want to know, let's find a way that works. Like, I'm not telling you, you need to change or you fucked up mm-hmm. when you did that. Instead, like, hey, I felt bad. And if you care about me, maybe you would want to avoid that in the future. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Just like as a way to, that way I don't feel like people aren't then put on the defensive, you know? Because when you're like uh-huh. saying, then it's like hard, then you're arguing. Yeah. So I feel just like making it like, hey, let's let's just talk about this. I think that's really great. I also, in hindsight, like realize the way I come at people sometimes is a little like either passive aggressive or like judgy. So mm. I was like reading a book and it was like, well, why don't you just say, hey, this isn't a criticism, but I've noticed or I'm not like. I'm not trying to come for you, but I do. I would like to have a conversation about this, right? And how I feel about this, but I think it's really great to like leave it open ended and be like, "And how do you feel?" Right. Um. I think because then that creates a dialogue as opposed to like, "This is just something you fucking need to do if <laughs> yeah. you care about me and love me." Because also, like, you've been thinking about this probably for days, and now you're presenting yes. it to this person who, like, this is the first time they're probably like yes. considering it. And like, well, I have a plan already of how this conversation is gonna go, uh-huh. and then it never. Never, that plan never happens. So you're like, oh, well, I had all these wonderful arguments for your rebuttals I had in my mind. <laughs> but then I never get to use them. I, <laughs> I have practiced so many conversations like in my head or out loud. I'll just be in my mirror being like, okay, here's what I'm going to say. Here's probably what you're going to say back. And here's what I'm going to say. And then when you talk to the person, you're like, I was not prepared for exactly. that. Um, I hate that you said that. I hate that you have like a human brain of your own. It's so rude. It's very written. It fucking sucks. Oh, my God. Okay. What year is this now? 2024? I think 2024 is going to be my year. I'm really excited. Great. And I know that I said, okay, I famously said on this podcast that 2020 was going to be my year. And <laughs> Oh, and no. Then, like, what have you done? It's an <laughs> election year, Nicole. <laughs> Okay. Well, I never said that it was going to be America's year. It's going to be my year. Okay. Um, I'm really excited. I really think I'm going to meet somebody and I think it's going to be good. And, you know, Mark, maybe this will be your year too. I hope I did. I went out last night. We went with some friends. We went to the Eagle and Akbar. So I'm like, all right, a gay, gay spaces, which are good for me. But I never talk to people at bars. So I, my challenge for next year is to talk to someone at a bar. I honestly think that's a good challenge because LA is so clicky. Yeah. And I feel like everyone goes out with their friends and they don't talk to nobody else. Um, New York was easy. New York people will talk to any old person. And then there's lots of people who go to bars alone and then right. you talk to the bartender, you talk to the people next to you. New York is the only place I've ever kiss somebody in a bar in New York City. It was, really? It was. It was. It was. I was there for DCM, a, a stupid improv festival, which I'm sure your it's listeners missed. It's not stupid. Missed. It's called the Del Close Marathon, <laughs> and there's Thank improv you. 24 hours a day for three days. <laughs> so it was also the same weekend, like, don't ask, don't turn, don't ask, don't tell. Don't ask, don't turn. Uh, don't just ask, keep don't going tell, straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't ask, don't tell was overturned, and it was Gay Pride weekend, and I went to Marie's Crisis. And mm-hmm. when I walked in, the gay men's chorus was singing uh, Lion King. I was like, well, I'm at a perfect place. Like, we don't have this in That's LA. Stunning. So I just oh saw at one point there was just like a hot guy and like a, you know, a black heavy metal t shirt with sleeves cut off. Hot, you know? So uh-huh. I just went up and kissed him. 
And that was it. I <laughs> love that, Mark. It was fun. I've kissed so many people in uh, in New York. There was a gay club. It was like, oh, God, what was it? It was called Girls something. I don't know. Kissed a lot of girls there. Uh, it was on 54th. Girl Nation, which is like. Girl Nation. <laughs> it was a, Look it was out, a club live called Nation. Nation, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They were like, get out, Live Nation. Where are the girls? <laughs> and then I kissed a lot of people at this bar called the Blarney Stone. I got fingered outside the Blarney Stone. How romantic. Uh, <laughs> I think it was the first time I got fingered too. And I was like, what is this? The first time? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. Wow. And then I kissed a man who we exchanged earrings. I've kissed so many oh. people in New York City in public. And I miss it. I miss kissing in public. I know. I think it's hard. And I don't know. I don't think I have like a resting bitch face. I think I might have like a resting uh, Jeffrey Dahmer face or something, but I don't <gasps> think it's a resting bitch Mark, face. Mark, <laughs> I would never think he okay. would murder. Okay. No, no, no. But it's just like a resting, like, uh, uh, so it's not a sociopath, but just people don't know how to read me, maybe, I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know. I think you look I rather friendly. I think you look think like so. down to clown. I am down to clown. Wait, Mark, real quick, real quick, we gotta take a break. We're back. Oh, thank God. What a long break. <sighs> um, <laughs> I I think, I truly think you look down a clown and you're adorable. Thank you. And I you. think you've got like a good aura. I hope so. That's very nice of you to say. I do think, I, but I'm also thinking like everyone else at the bar is probably thinking, thinking the same thing I'm thinking of uh, everyone's unfriendly. You know what I mean? Ah. So maybe if you just break that or just, I did make eye contact last night with a few people, which is very exciting. Okay. <laughs> which is practically that getting is exciting. the LA equivalent. You basically fucked. Yeah, it's basically the LA equivalent of getting fingered outside the Blarney Stone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. baby steps, baby steps. Legal One hump at the eagle who's like, uh, uh, pecs were bursting out of his t-shirt, not only smiled, uh. he raised his eyebrows. Why didn't you go talk to him, Mark? So, we were all, we were on the way out. My friend was in front of me. So you know what I mean? It was like, oh, oh. I see. And then you feel like all the moment right. has passed. But now, now I know for 2024. 2024, it's all going to change. I'm going to talk to people. Because yes, I don't like the app. I feel like I don't come across well in app. I feel like people don't get that I'm like joking. Or you know, they don't understand. Yes. Like tone is tough to read. You know? Yes, tone is very tough to read on the apps. Um, I don't also, like my photos like, on the apps. Well, maybe change your photos. I just don't like being photographed. You know what I mean? When I had to get headshots once, the photo the headshot person was like, you're so good at this. And I was like, shut up. Don't lie to me. You just say that to everybody. Mark. <laughs> but well, it's true. I have, copy, I have a copy of your headshot from when you were a kid. And these headshots are so cute. There is one of you in a karate uniform. Oh, yes. There's one with like little glasses. <laughs> yes. And then there's one of you as a little hobo with a little hat on. That's right. And gotta say, you take a fabulous picture. Thank you. Well, I maybe should put effort into these things. But I also don't like the app. Like my ideal way to meet, like I want to go to a dinner party and meet somebody. Mm -hmm. That's like my preferred. If someone could curate singles dinner parties, that would Honestly, be great. Honestly, that is 
That's a that's a business idea for somebody. Should I do that? I maybe I would dine and I dick? would go to a dinner yeah. party, dine and dick, dine, dick and dash. Okay, baby. <laughs> I would love to meet someone at a dinner party. Because I like that I would vibe. really it like to meet someone stakes. in person. Yeah. Yeah. But in the last like five to six, wait, I've been here for eight years, nine years. I don't know. Ever since I've been in LA, I've strictly met people on apps. Mm. When I was in New York, I met a lot of people in person that I'd go on like a couple dates with. Um, but yeah, here it's been apps and it's been pretty lackluster. Yeah, it's tough because so many people just aren't fun. It's also hard when we're like mm-hmm. fun friends with the most fun people. The funniest fucking people yeah. that I'm like, ugh, I'm wasting my time here with you. Where you're droning on and on and on about tennis and I don't care. <laughs> and you love pickleball, the fastest growing sport in America. I don't care. I could go hang out with any other I friend know. and laugh. I went on a second oh. date with somebody and like I knew I had to call it up. This is maybe a very LA reason not to see anybody anymore. But you know the movie Audition? This is Japanese horror movie. No. Well, basically, like a creepy guy is like auditioning women under the guise of like a movie, but he's really looking for a girlfriend. So he's gross. But at the end of the movie, oh he gets killed by like a, a oh. crazy lady. And I went on a date and this guy, I didn't like how he interpreted the movie because he was like, I didn't think that guy deserved that. And to me, <laughs> that was like, I'm out. <laughs> it's like the man, an exploitive man deserved what was had, got what was coming to him. And we have to celebrate her. So. I <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that you're like you don't get a second date because I don't like the way you interpreted a movie. <laughs> God, that's so iconic. I love that for you, Mark. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I went on dates with this man who clearly didn't like me, and then couldn't get it up, and then oh, no. freaked out about it, and then I was like. When are we going to see each other again? And he was like, actually, I don't know. I got to like concentrate on other stuff. And I was like, you fucking idiot. And then we like kept being friends because oh. I he was like, let's be friends. And honestly, in my brain, I was like, I don't want to be friends with you. You've been so boring. Right. But I was like, but I'll fucking take you up on that challenge. You dare me to be your friend. I'll fucking be your friend. And I don't know why I was like this. I went to movies with this man. He fell asleep during movies. We saw movies that he wanted to see that were so fucking boring. And now he's married. What? <laughs> everyone, I've, everyone I've dated is married. Okay, so Mark, hmm. here's what I was going to do when I died. I'm jumping all over the place. Um. Anyway, okay, so when I die, in my will, yeah. <laughs> I have it so Sashir has to call and I have everyone's numbers of people I've dated um, and invite them to my funeral to talk about my pussy. And oh. The, and the, oh. And the older I get, the more I'm like, oh my God, these people are like married. They probably don't think that they've like, they're like, ah, certainly I, sh- I won't be called to talk about her pussy, but like you are called to talk about it. Should I still do it or should I not? I think you got to cast a wide net. So I, I say like, because a lot of them will probably be divorced by that point. Mm-hmm. You know, so what's the worst that can happen? They don't show up. They weren't going to come anyways. Big deal. What if nobody shows up to talk about my pussy in the afterlife? Like, will I just be the laughing stock of heaven? No, no. You keep a picture of it in an envelope that you will then be revealed and held up in front of the funeral. <laughs> nobody. So this is what happens. And then we all applaud, and it's set to Candle in the Wind or something. Candle in the Wind. I don't know that song. 
Seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind, Marilyn Monroe. Oh. Princess Di, then. I see. Can I ask you about the crush you had on Indiana Jones as a kid? And you, <laughs> sure. you wanted to be you wanted to be short round? Who is short round? Who is short round? He's his little friend <laughs> in Temple of Doom. He's like a child. Kiwi Kwan. Indiana Jones hangs out with a child, and we all thought that was okay. We loved it. We celebrated it. <laughs> <laughs> but also Kate Capshaw was there, so it didn't feel weird. Who's Kate Capshaw? Who's Kate Capshaw? You never saw Space Camp? No, what's space? And it's camp? not about drag queens on the space shuttle. It's <laughs> anyway. Short round <laughs> is um, he was just like uh, he went on it. He helped Indiana Jones. Is it in his adventures? You know, and only in Temple of Doom. So I feel like he got a fight. So he got to be in like car three? chases. Aren't there three? Well, now there Indiana are five. Oh no! Yes, five. And uh, oh. short round was only in the second one. But I just, oh. Temple of Doom is where you see like uh, Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones gets like poisoned and like he turns evil for 10 minutes. But you see him without his hat and like with his shirt off and like Harrison Ford looked hot. Oh. I remember I saw that movie in the theaters when I was like 10 maybe. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. this, is, this is interesting. <laughs> this is something I would like to this see more interesting. of. And it's like, you're young enough to know like, well, I want to be around him and like go on adventures with him, but I don't know what else beyond that. I just know I want to, I like <laughs> this energy. <laughs> I, I uh -huh. like uh, the stature and it's Harrison Ford, you know? So yeah, who didn't want to be short round? I can't remember. I guess I do. Like Captain Picard did it for me when I was little. Oh, sure. And then I remember watching American Pie and Shannon Elizabeth had her titties out. And I was like, those are incredible. I Hypnotic. can't believe she's just putting them out there for everybody to see. I mean, if, you had, I was if, like, I, if I had great titties, what else are you going to do? Put them out there. I guess you're right. If I had better titties, I would probably show them to more people. <laughs> Somebody loves your titties. I mean, somebody does. It, I'm, I've learned to love them. That's good. They, I feel like as I get older, they just get smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they get smaller? <laughs> Mark, if I knew, I'm touching them right now. If I knew... I don't. I I could tell you, but I honestly I don't know why they're getting smaller. like. Are they receding back into your body? <laughs> Maybe they're they're gonna be on your back in a few years. They're gonna be popping out your back Mark, in a few. Don't years. put that on me. I don't want back titties <laughs> like that. Mark, that's the worst thing you could wish on somebody. Not wishing it. <laughs> you back tittied bitch. You they back -tittied bitch. recede right. <laughs> Good luck buying a flattering top. <laughs> you back tittied bitch. <laughs> Although fun when making so out for like the guy to hold you. That's fun. Oh my god. Back titties would be nice for a straight man to fondle as he makes out with you. Tough for driving but though. Tough for driving. It would be you'd be leaning <laughs> like forward a lot. Forward. <laughs> <laughs> the hunched hit of Notre Dame. Oh my God, that's great. That really got me good. <laughs> <laughs> the hunched hit of Notre Dame. Um, I love it. Listen, Mark, hmm. I just, we need to figure out. I mean, I guess we can't really figure out together how hmm. to get in relationships because you got to go with the gays and I got to go find a man, I guess. I heard about a single thing uh mess hall a local la haunt where they do oh. where it is like gay and straight people to get like everyone wears like a wristband 
And like that color indicates, the color of the wristband indicates like, I'm a man seeking a man or whatever, whatever your flavor is. Interesting. So I was like, oh, that might be fun. Because then you could go with like a buddy too, you know? Yes. Okay, maybe we can go to that together. I would do that. I'd do that. Get some, I don't like oysters, but, you know, they have fun other things. I don't eat oysters. I'm not a sea bitch like that. Like, I don't do oysters. <laughs> I don't do clams. Clams really make me upset. They're weird. They're so strange. And then you, people season this fucking uh, clam. Uh, no. And then there's Clams Casino, and I'm like, are they gambling? What's happening? I don't want it. <laughs> Um, I just really got into fish. I love a shrimp, but please don't serve it to me with its eyeballs and tell me I could suck on the head. Not That's interested. sick as hell. <laughs> yeah. Not interested in sucking that head, but I will suck a, a head of a dick, which sure. I don't know might be grosser, but dicks don't have eyeballs. Thank you. And they're not like, their organs aren't popping off down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't sucked a dick in so long, Mark. I'm like hungry for it. Oh boy, what do we do? I don't know. Well, okay, here's like I the thing about it is yeah. I could hop on Tinder and have a dick in my mouth by uh 3 p.m. today. Sure. But I want quality dick. Right. And I'm like, I really don't want to do any more hookups. Like I, know. I would like to have consistent sex with somebody. I know. Hookups could just feel like, oh, this is just like uh masturbation plus. You know, kind it's of. just like a little better, slightly better than masturbation, but not yeah. really. I had one guy slightly come over elevated. once and like he walked in and immediately just like took his pants off. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. At least let me offer you water or something to drink beforehand. <laughs> oh, you're going to get a At glass of water. <laughs> quench your thirst from the journey over. Yeah. I was like, that was too much. Honestly, when I was in my hookup phase, which was a couple years ago where I was truly just like, trolling tinder and just inviting gentlemen over i would have preferred pants off as you come in because i was like i'm not here to talk i am here to get my rocks off sure um but now i want to get my rocks off to love like there's nothing more inviting and like nice than like oh my god Let's have sex because we like each other and we're together a lot. And now we're going to like suck on our appendages. <laughs> yeah. Like you kind of want like a best friend you can fuck, you know, someone you could yes, goof off with. That's all I want. Someone that I can tell all of my secrets to and they like me without my makeup on. And they're OK that like sometimes I'll run out of my ADHD medicine and be actually unhinged. And they're like, okay with that. But like your unhinged is like delightful. You know what I mean? Like you're never, you're always like kind and funny and like sweet. You know what I mean? Like you're, when you say unhinged, like it's not like <laughs> the woman at that Amy's bakery and kitchen nightmare. You know what I mean? You're not like, you're not like, you're unhinged isn't like toxic and mean and, and aggressive. You're unhinged is like, oh, she's, you know, painting the walls again. But the, what a great choice of color you know <laughs> thank so, you i think any your unhinged is better than most people's normal thank you um real quick we gotta take a break my one unhinged moment that really sticks out is mono and i went to the uh the la auto show last year and had a delightful sure. time and then this year we kept saying, we got to get to the auto show. We got to get to the auto show. And I forgot to put it in my calendar. We both went away for Thanksgiving. And then we went and saw a show and he dropped me off and he was like, Nicole, 
we forgot to go to the auto show and I coughed and gasped at the same time and made one of the wildest noises I have ever made in my whole life. And then we laughed about it for a good two uninterrupted minutes. And I truly was like, yeah, this is what a man would have to deal with like on the constant. Me forgetting things and then making weird sounds and then like running around trying to figure out how I could still do it. That this, sounds great. I don't know. Mark. You could have seen new Acuras. Listen, I do want to see new Acura. Of course. And I want to see what Honda's doing. And I got to see the Mazda, R the, I think it's the RX-8 that they re-released. And it was so delightful. And I want to see more of that. And I didn't get to. I don't think you're as much of a handful as you make yourself out to be. I think you're uh, a delight. And I think any like straight guy, or person, lady, whatever... Is gonna be, you deserve someone who's not gonna be freaked out. And if they're freaked out by that, fuck them. You know what I mean? They suck. Thank you. I do appreciate that. It's gonna happen. And I also think that you're so wonderful. And I think it's gonna happen for you. Thank you. And I think you're gonna get like a cute, nice, quiet, tall man who's funny when he like needs to be. And is super supportive of you. That'd be nice. And he'll let he'll he'll be the designated driver on Tuesdays, and you'll be the designated driver on Wednesdays, and you'll flip flop around. And he's going to be really nice to all of us. I love flip flopping. <laughs> <laughs> I love a flip flopping too. Okay, twenty twenty four is our year. We're gonna find nice. Nice gentlemen who respect us with big honking dicks attached. Exactly. Do you like a big dick, Mark? Yeah, what's not to like? But it's not like a deal breaker either way. You know what I mean? It's it doesn't if it's not massive, I'll live. Mm -hmm. But if you have a choice, sure. But yeah, you know, I was reading stats on coming, and I believe men <laughs> sure. come eighty six percent of the time, and then women in heterosexual relationships, I think they come like sixty percent of the time, and same sex relationships, they come like seventy percent of the time, and I was like. Honestly, it seems high. I don't come all the time from sex. I don't need to. Do you need to? No, like it's fine. If we have right? fun, like it's about the journey, not the, you know, the destination. That's what I think. Because also sometimes it's fun to add things to the memory bank and then later on, yes. you know, uh, feel the result. <laughs> yeah. I once fucked somebody and I can't remember what happened, but we both started laughing so hard. And it's one, it's like a memory that sticks with me. And sometimes I'll conjure it when I'm alone with my Hitachi magic wand, which <laughs> I fell asleep with last night. I, cause I got back from Dublin last night. Was it vibrating the whole time? No, I turned it off right before <laughs> I fell asleep. I was like, oh, I don't think this is for me tonight. And then I woke up this morning with it still on my fucking labia. Can you even? <laughs> I literally can't. <laughs> I once had a guy. It truly was like, oh. Uh, we. Uh -huh. He was like, one of us came, and he was like, dude, that was cool. And then I just been going, dude, dude, that was cool, dude. <laughs> like, if you can't, you want to be with someone you can do voices with too. You know, and make jokes yes. during it, and like, it's fun. It's fun, you know, because this is all ridiculous what we're yes. doing, and because you, you are making yourself so vulnerable, it but is. you know. What are you going to do? But it is funny. We're going to put things inside We're going to eat other, things that come out of us. things are going to ooze out of us. And we're going to lick them us. up. Yes. That's funny. Slop, slop. It's a light it's snack. It's so crazy when you like talk about like 
Um, I was watching, oh, I, that movie Saltburn. That's such like, it was dumb because there's a thing where like, oh my God, he like drank the bathwater that he came in. It's like, like most of the world isn't eating cum all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? As if it's such like a taboo thing. We're all eating cum. Big deal. I mean, yeah. I've eaten yeah. cum. Cum is And don't fine. you want not, your cum to be Sometimes eaten? it's funky. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why I don't understand why cocksucker is the dumbest insult. That's like saying cake maker. It is, because it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you cocksucking cake maker. Yeah, and what? I'm fully nourished. And yeah, I make I'm bringing fun pleasure things. to the world. Sue me. <laughs> Wait, so he drinks the bath water with cum in it? I'm more grossed out about drinking it was bath dumb. water. It's just like it's like a straight person thinking gay people are shocking. What are you like ladling it into a cup and drinking it? What do you mean you're drinking your bath water? Yeah, because I just meant well, there's like soap in there. <laughs> Somehow this that yeah, there's soap and there's body. Have you ever like stood up from a bath and been like, damn, I was dirty? <laughs> no, I don't take a lot of baths though. I don't uh... really not even in a hotel. Not really. I know I like a good hot steamy shower and scrub. That's like more my jam. I'm not so much into the soak. I like a hot tub. Well, that's what I do. Like oh, I fill okay. up a hot or uh, like a tub, very like almost scolding hot, like almost too hot for me. And then I lower myself in there and I go, mm, yeah, mm. and then I scrub a little bit and then I stand up, towel off a little bit, and then I hop in the shower and finish off in the shower. Okay, okay. I guess I just don't like spending a lot of time in the bathroom, maybe. You got to get to a hotel with a big, nasty bathroom. As long as it's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> the Langham in Chicago has big nasty bathrooms. Oh, it, yeah. So really? if you ever go to Chicago and you got money to burn, go to the Langham. It's lovely. I did go to Hawaii like two years ago on my own. Well, I stayed with friends who lived there for like four days, and then I went to the resort like for three days by myself. Uh huh. And I did hook up there because there's nothing better than <gasps> hooking up in a hotel. I do love hotel sex. It's delightful. And you have all those towels. All of the towels. <laughs> the bed's probably squeaking, which is a fun soundtrack to your fucking. And then you don't have to clean up anything. You come right wherever you want. Yeah, you take care of that maid service. <laughs> <laughs> but you leave a good tip. I once fucked somebody so hard that we broke the headboard. And it was so wonderful because I was like, this isn't my house. Yeah, they got a warehouse full of headboards. They're prepared for this. This is all they do. Yeah, the Marriott, they are prepped for it. They're flush with headboards. Okay, Mark, I am manifesting more sex in hotels for us. Oh, let me tell you this. Before I went to Dublin, Hmm. I have a lot of crystals and stuff to manifest stuff. I literally, and it's at my like little altar in my house, in, in a fun place where I walk past a lot okay. and I like say things. Um, I like prayed at my altar to fuck somebody, and the universe literally told me no. Wow. The universe Rude. was like, no, bitch. So sorry. But I think the universe is like, Nicole, you have to come to terms. Do you want to fuck or do you want a relationship? And if you want a relationship and you want to fuck somebody you love, you have to give up your one night stands. I think that's what the universe is telling me. Well, I could like sometimes the ideal is like going on one date where like you don't hook up, maybe you have like a nice kiss or something, but like there's that charge, you know, you mm-hmm. feel chemistry. I feel that's all we really want is yeah. chemistry, you know? Yes. And then it's fun, like maybe the second day you go a little further and then the third a little further. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like it, the build is exciting. It and, like is. It, having fun in the meantime is exciting and like missing them and like thing like I love because I know. 
uh, what the feeling of a crush looks like. And I just want to feel that crush, you know, where you like listening to the music yes. and like, oh, the song like is really capturing what I'm feeling. Right? Carly Rae Jepsen, she gets it. You she know? gets it. I'll call them maybe. <laughs> maybe. I also <laughs> like the idea of like getting excited to go on a date. Yeah. Um, like uh, I dated someone for a minute and that feeling never got old from like whenever we went out or like he was coming over, I got Butterflies. really excited Yeah, for the length of the time we were together. I was always so excited to see him, whether we were like on good terms or like fighting over something. I was always like, yeah. And I said to him once, I was like, it takes you longer to like get over our fights or whatever. But I was like, even when I'm upset with you, I'm happy to be with you. Yeah. And like, I'm happy to like look over and have your face here. And I was like, oh, that's like a thing that's necessary to me. Like, I never want to be with someone where like, I hate them. You know, right. couples where you're like, oh, you fucking hate each other today. Or like, oh, you guys are. Ugh. Right. Like, it's just like this energy is like ugly. Like, there's so much yeah. like malice or, you know, vitriol here. Yeah. And like, I don't like getting that word. Like, I think my parents have been married over 50 years now. And like, they're not like screamer. You know what I mean? So I didn't grow up in a household mm -hmm. of screaming and yelling. Like, I like, hey, we're calm and chill and we support each other. And mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what I want. I don't think, I don't think that's either of us I are asking too. for anything crazy. It's just hard to find those people. Yeah. I feel like I need to like go to more like events <laughs> where I meet people who I would never otherwise meet. I don't know what, maybe we need to go to the, does the auto show have like a singles event? Listen. Ooh, that I don't know. That I should look into. But when I went to the auto show, it was a lot of families. And I tried to like make eyes with like guys who were with like their other guy friends and it didn't seem to work out. And then I made a, like a real misogynistic joke. I can't remember what the joke was. How many women can I fit in this trunk? <laughs> Something like that. And this man like turned around and looked at me and I was like, uh oh, he hated that. So I was like, I don't know what the vibe is here. Um, so yeah, I don't know, Mark Rennie, uh, but 2024, we're gonna fucking figure it out. I think so. I think we just maybe need to do things outside of our comfort zone a little or try something different. I think so. And I think I was, I think there was an episode with Kathy Griffin. I think she was like, I did something out of my comfort zone. She's like, I think that's what she said. And that's how she met her husband. Mm, yeah. Cause I think so. Yeah. Cause my friends aren't doing it. No one's setting me up with anybody. Although our, not one, not one, one of our person friends did. set me up. <laughs> that is so rude. Someone did, and they were just like nice, and they were perfectly fine, and you know, just clearly no. But there was no spark. There's no spark. It's like, and you feel bad sometimes, like not wanting to see someone, like because on paper there was nothing like wrong or off, and it was fine. But like, I want more than fine. You know, I've always said I want to meet someone you can have a great time at the DMV with. You know, we're going to have a fun, good time. Obviously, I'm not always joking. I'm not one of these people who's on all the time. Mm -hmm. So like, but I want to be able to, you know, goof off. Yeah. I mean, I would prefer to absolutely be with someone where we're in a very boring situation and they're just like, and we're truly just having like a dumb time alone. Like, I love that. Yeah. Let's make up backstories for everybody in line. Why are they here? Oh, she's like divorcing yes. her daughter or something. I don't know. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite things to do. People watch and like make shit up and be like, yeah. they hate each other. <laughs> They're gonna go home and hit each other. She threw him down the stairs this morning. <laughs> she threw away all his Funkos. 
<laughs> what is a Funko and why are they so popular? Where do they come from? Uh, probably China, where they were probably made by children. Um. <laughs> but when did they? When were they introduced into the zeitgeist? Like, what happened? Ten years ago, maybe. I have one Funko, but it was a gift. I've never bought one. I barely know what they are. Can I ask you about this? You and a prior mm. boyfriend used to have a code word for hot guys you'd see in public. And you'd say, cargo shorts. That was specifically at Disneyland. When he saw like a hot dad <laughs> at Disneyland, <laughs> we would like say cargo shorts and like indicate with our eyes where to look. And like, oh, there's a hot dad. That's one of the fun things about going to Disneyland. Hot dad spotting. You get to see the hot daddies. Yeah, yeah. And I love also seeing uh, stressed out moms. Or is my favorite thing. I... <laughs> Did enjoy, I was not a Disney person because I went twice as a kid, once when I was really little and once when I was like in seventh grade and I hated it both times and I remember all like just being like, they lock you in here and you got to pay $30 for a water, which I was like something my dad had said. And then every picture <laughs> of me in Disney, I'm frowning and I look so mad. Oh no. But I went as an adult and I was like, wait, this is actually very fun. Yeah, I got to see the seagulls from Finding Nemo go, mine, mine, mine. <laughs> and I was delighted. And then the people watching is top, top fucking notch. Tier. I once heard there was a little boy in outside of like the castle. And he goes like, you know, the moat. And he goes like, look, daddy, ducks. And the dad goes, we didn't come here to look at ducks. Honestly, and that stayed with me icon. for 15 years that or so. That daddy is an absolute icon. We didn't come here to say ducks. But I always love a mom of like, Mackenzie, Mackenzie, come on. We got to go to Toontown. Mackenzie, no. <laughs> Mackenzie. <laughs> Just like stressed we gotta out. We got to go to Toontown. Over doing something the dumbest. It's all, I'm probably better as an adult because you're not going with children. Uh, going with a child seems like a nightmare. Oh, I would never, I don't, do you want kids, Mark? I would love to be like a stepdad. I would, you know, I don't okay. have any, I'm not interested. Like babies are cute and fun, but you know, they're, love a, a, baby. But they're a lot of work to like live to be responsible for. I don't want to be responsible for a baby. Yeah, you got to wake up and feed them and stuff. But I'm ready to be a stepdad. Cause I like, uh, you know, I think teens are great. I feel, I feel hopeful for the future because of the youth of today. So, uh, <laughs> Okay, Mark. And I that's why I vote for me. I believe children are the future. Let them lead and let them live the way. That's not the lyrics. I used to uh, think she was I'll, saying I'll you. you know when she says they can't take away my dignity, I thought she was saying they can't take away my name with me. Which also made sense. Honestly, that's great. And I wish those were the lyrics. <laughs> they can't take away my name with me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Mark, you're yeah. fucking delightful. So are you, Nicole. Thank you. And I really think this is our year, 2024, in the year of our Lord, we're gonna find men. Yeah, if you're like a, you know, 40-year-old, sing if you're a gay 40-year-old something, a single dad, or older, slide in my DMs. I'm very friendly. Slide right <laughs> up in there. He's so friendly. I don't think I could be, maybe I could be a stepmom. I know I don't want kids, and it's so funny. I was talking to, um, I think, a driver, and he was like, you'll want them. Don't worry. Oh, no. And I was like, sir, I was a nanny for a while, and that was the best birth control I can ask for. Right. Because I loved those kids, but I got to leave those kids. 
and say, fuck them kids. Right. Sometimes parents feel like they're like cult members. Like they're trapped, so they want like other help. <laughs> they want more people to join uh-huh. this cult they're trapped in. Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. You're not gonna, you're not trapping me. Oh my God. Did you watch that documentary on Mother Love? Yes. All three episodes. I haven't watched it yet, but I have heard about it and I can't wait to get into it. The first it. five minutes are truly chilling. Like, if that doesn't make you want to watch it, the first five minutes, it's just like cop body cam footage, but it's chilling. Uh Uh-huh. It's good. And it's also nice to see, like, oh, a cult led by a woman. Progress. Thank you. Breaking the glass (laughs) ceiling. We can lead cults, too. Thank you. Um, I haven't... Are there any black women who've led cults? Um, Probably. When you listen to this, friends, DM me. DM me black women who have led cults. I would love to get into that. Also, I think it's like Twin Flame. It's a Twin Flame documentary. I need to watch that, too. There's two of those, though. I don't know which one to do, so I'm not watching either. Okay, get in the DMs and let Mark know which one to watch so he can tell me. I did listen to a podcast about Twin Flames, though, a year ago, and it's very dark. It seems dark, and I can't wait to get into it. Because everything I've read about it, I'm like into it. Um, cult stuff is really fun and interesting. Mark, we've come to the end. Oh. Is there anything you want to promote? I mean, you could just like listen to my podcast, Two Old Queens, where we look for the gayest movie. Nicole's been on it. So yeah, check that out. And I watched Cats. And we did talk I about think Cats. This was, I liked Cats, I think. I love because Cats. Because I genuinely think one of Jennifer Hudson's best performances to date is in the movie Cats. Better than Sex in the City, the movie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hot take. Absolutely. <laughs> hot, hot, hot take. Well, okay. Listen to Two Old Queens. If you want to get into Mark's DMs, what is your Instagram? Just at Mark Rennie. And my letterbox, too. <laughs> Ooh, slide up in that letterbox. Slide up in that letterbox. Ooh, get in that letterbox. Slit. <laughs> okay, if you... <laughs> If you like this episode of Oh, I Want You to Date Me, you can like it, you can rate it, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I don't know. Give me a five-star review. And if you want to hit on me something, saying something nasty, you can email why won't you date me podcast at gmail. Wait, Mark, would you date me? Absolutely. I think we'd have a blast. Oh, thank you. I wish I had a penis for you. Okay, so why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com to hit on me nasty. Uh, don't send dick pics. Mars doesn't want it. Okay, this this says pig slut. Let's eat cake like little pig sluts, like the little pig sluts we are. We'll use our thighs as plates and 69 sideways while we eat slices of cake. Laws uh, and physics don't apply with cake. Your clit tastes so sweet while I fist and finger you until you moan with delight. After we both finish, we will pop a flagle to prevent yeasties. What's flagle? Flagle. Um, sip coffee or tea in bed and have deep talks about love and life. Then I'll big spoon you and cradle you with my little legs until we fall asleep. The end. That's nice. That is I nice. I honestly love, I, I don't want cake in me. I'm not a food in me type no. person. But I would love to eat cake and cuddle with somebody. Yeah, I don't want it on the sheets either. No, I don't want to do laundry. I almost just said dishes. I don't want to do laundry or <laughs> dishes. All right, Mark. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer. This show is produced by me, Mars, with guest research by Lindsay Kempf. 
It's executive produced by Adam Sachs, Nick Liao, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, with guest booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Maddie Ogden. Got a dirty message for Nicole? Write it to why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com for a chance to have it featured on a future show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye-bye. This has been a Team Coco production. Yeah.